Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Catholic Education Foundation podcast number five. My name is Teague Ridge. I'll be your host. We have some awesome guests, as always. So I'd like to introduce our guests really quick. So first, we have Miss Claudia Coffey. Claudia is an Emmy-winning, award-winning journalist who was recently honored at the Catholic Education Foundation's 32nd Annual Salute to Catholic School Alumni Dinner. Uh, and she serves as the host of WHAS 11's Great Day Live. And as always, we have Rich Lechleiter, president of the Catholic Education Foundation and retired chief financial officer of Kindred Healthcare. How are we doing? Hey, great. Hey. Nice to see you all. Nice to see you guys. So, Rich, let, let's start with you. What a night. Unbelievable. The Salute Dinner event was just held at the Galt House Hotel on March 15th. Tell us how it went. It was the best ever. It really was. It was the first time we were back in person in three years, believe it or not. And the hardest part about that event was getting people to sit down and start it. They were so we had twelve hundred people. Right. It was sold out. It was packed the ballroom at the Gall House Hotel. Everybody it was like a, a big reunion, right? Everybody's back together. Incredibly electric room, and um, we, you know, and and. By God's grace, we uh, we raised that night for the mission of the foundation. After we pay our expenses, one point four million an all time high for our kids. So it's, it was it's unbelievable. Fantastic. And people in the city don't do that. I mean, this doesn't happen like that. I mean, it's it's unbelievable how people come together for this type of event for this organization. It's it's fabulous. Yeah, it's it's a big Catholic reunion, sort of, uh, for for a really great cause. And um, our numbers, uh, thanks. Again, thanks to our donors, our numbers keep growing every year. Mm -hmm. We had Isco Industries. Yep. Uh, Jimmy and Mark Kirchdorfer came to us with an idea of being a presenting sponsor. And then, lo and behold, uh, they agreed to put up 75000 bucks that night for this year and the next two years following to Fantastic. be the presenting sponsor. It was unbelievable. Pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. Thank God. So, Claudia, you're going to have to forgive me here. So me interviewing you is going to feel a little silly. So you're going to have you're going to have to let me know how I do after I'm this. OK, answering questions too. <laughs> so I mean, again, so somebody of your caliber. But anyway, it's Claudia Coffee. So anyways, you're a very well-known news professional and a, and a product of Catholic education. Can you tell us some more about Claudia Coffee and that was born and raised here in Louisville? And what's your story? I was um, born and raised on the south side of Louisville, Preston and Indian Trail. Okay. Right? Fantastic. So, yeah, yep. representing the south side there, yeah. very close to the Okalona area. I'm an only child. Okay. Uh, my dad is uh, from the Lake Cumberland area. My mom is a German immigrant. So while he served overseas, that was where he met her and gotcha. uh, met her, fell in love. They got married, came back uh, to Kentucky. And that was always my home, really just simple. He worked at Ford Motor Company and... I was, you know, he always said a, a very bright yet shy, precocious child, sure. curious about everything. And I uh, just had a really great childhood, you know. School for me at first, you know, I grew, went to uh, public school for a while. And uh, it was like I, I just did not do well in school initially. Right. It was a very scary experience for me. And uh, in the third grade, my dad uh, had heard really great things about guardian angels. Okay. Tiny little school yeah. that it no longer exists, right. you know. And uh, he thought, you know, this may be like a good idea to get her involved there. Maybe she'll come out of her shell sure. just a little bit. And he worked, man, he worked a lot of overtime at Ford Motor Company. I don't think we knew about the Catholic Education Foundation, nor was it really around. It wasn't probably around. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably wouldn't have been around. Yeah. I would have been like the 
perfect candidate for something like that and I uh, just loved it you okay. know just immediately fell into my own and and figured out oh I am smart right oh I I do have a place and I I do have talents and gifts it was just weird that all these things like that the teachers and the care that Catholic schools give you mm-hmm. begin to emerge mm-hmm. that nurturing kind of atmosphere I fell in love with Assumption High School mm-hmm. went there all four years loved it loved being a rocket and again the same the same story with just how uh, my Catholic education at Assumption truly prepared me. Hey, I graduated from IU in three years because of Assumption. That's wow. fan- that's fabulous. Wow. All the advanced wow. credit. I, hey, I'm my dad was happier about that. Oh right? yeah. He's like, hey, <laughs> that's your year, right? Well, <laughs> it, it, and Rich, I'm going to get to this. We're going to blow your mind with some of her education accolades here. But Claudia, before we go there, who are some of the people that influenced you most during your Catholic school days? Oh, hands down, um, two women. Uh, Mary Lee McCoy, okay. former president, who has oh, yeah. left us all. And oh. I think, you know, I don't meet a person her. that doesn't say oh. great things about Fantastic. Mary Lee and how yes. many schools had this opportunity to be blessed with her. Sure. She was my um, AP English teacher. And she was the first one. We took like one of those little quizzes in school, right? Sophomore year AP class. And she's like, it's one of those that helps you figure out what you want to do with your life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, what a bunch of garbage. Here mm-hmm. we go. And you go through and you answer <laughs> questions. And mine came back, you know, ideal profession would be a journalist. And I thought, oh, well, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. How about that? Right. And she knew that I loved to write and she wouldn't nurture my writing with oh, you're great. You're the best. Right. You know, it was, well, we can, you know, how about this? And she would, she would wield a red pen like nobody I've ever seen. So she'd push you. And she would critique and she would, she would say this, let's try this and this and this and this. And so she really did kind of push me. And then Elaine Salvo, another former president. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, She was really great at, if there wasn't a club that you could get into, why don't we create one? You know, well, why don't we just create that? Well, why are we waiting for people to ask us to do things? She was a big advocate, I think, of of me learning to speak up and speak out. And and come out of being a shy kid, right? exactly. So, Rich, how about you? I know this isn't necessarily on our our topics here, but who's somebody that maybe influenced you during your Catholic school days? Oh, gosh, that's several. I was saying Stephen Martyr kid. Mm -hmm. Um, Evelyn Colvin, uh, God rest her soul, was the best math teacher God ever made. Uh, and I needed it, by the way. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and well, she apparently the, that worked out pretty well. Yeah, she, <laughs> she did. She did really well. And um, she was she was tough. Okay, mm-hmm. she was tough. You crossed her, you were in big trouble. Okay, and so so that sense of discipline in the sure. classroom, she was sure. all about it. Um, you know, when I got to say next, I had so many Zaverian brothers that were so very good to me. Um, Brother Placidus taught me in freshman English, and I, I didn't really know how to write very well, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And he actually taught me how to be a good writer. And today, from what he taught me, I've just kind of carried that forward in my career, particularly, sure. uh, and it, it's just been incredibly helpful. Um, and again, just the brothers were great to us. Uh, I, was, I was fortunate at that time in the 70s to have a lot of brothers still in the school okay. teaching. And... Um, just a fantastic experience. Awesome. All right, Claudia. So I've often thought about, I've been going to the Salute Dinner for a long time, and I've often thought, man, if I was up there giving that speech, who would I be thanking? Uh, who, who, what would I be talking about? So, so tell us what that was like. How, what, what does it mean to you to be honored by the foundation at the Salute Dinner? What did it mean to you and your family? 
Oh, my goodness. First of all, I was not mentally prepared for <laughs> how the size of it, size yeah. of it. And I just know that when Julie took us down the escalator and we walked in and the lights hit and you know, the kids lined up, <laughs> right, right. I felt like I was walking into the Super Bowl yeah. and I, I turned and I said, I got I'm getting nervous. Like I got really, really it is so it is overwhelming. Yeah. It's overwhelming feeling. And, and talking to some of the other honorees, I think we all had the same feeling, is that we don't feel worthy enough. And, and I think it's maybe a gut, like we feel like, oh, I could, but I could do more. Or right. you immediately think of all these other people that should be here. And then you then you have to stop doubting yourself and think, no, 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 no. We are here for a reason yeah. to yes. tell our yes. story at exactly. this particular time. Sure. Exactly. So I think it was just, it, it in stages, it began to hit me. And... And I'm just, I, I'm still kind of, I think, in shock of the mm -hmm. whole thing. And and another thing that the honorees and I, we talked about is that afterwards you feel it's almost like this blessing has been bestowed upon you that it's great that you got this award. Right. Right. But now what can you do mm -hmm. to serve? Right. Like yeah. what can you do? Like you, you feel like we all felt, it was just strange that we all kind of felt the same thing that you feel like, you know, God gives you gifts. And when you're given things, you need to speak up. You need to speak out. And and we all felt like we we wanted to do more to make sure that we were worthy of the award, you know, it, which is great because you feel inspired to do more. So inspired is a great word. And one of the other words that kind of comes to mind from that evening is motivated. So people are motivated to help this cause, help our city, help kids get into Catholic education because it does make a difference. And I, I think when you're at an event like that, it's it's evidence. And it's just, it's fun to see all the products of these Catholic education, everybody that's doing well. So speaking of one of those, your son Jack is living the Catholic school experience right now. Um, tell us how that has impacted his life so far. Oh, he loves it. He's a freshman, uh, 15 freshman at Trinity right now. Okay. And he's another one, you know, I, you, you have, I think we tend to forget that our kids have gone through a trying time with the pandemic. Right. We were lucky that we were all in the Catholic schools. But imagine like two years where your education's kind of thrown off right. and you feel insecure. And now you're going into a new school. Mm -hmm. So I think the school was ready for that. Mm -hmm. Right. Like mm -hmm. they have people there to, to constantly check. Hey, how are you doing? Do you enjoy your classes? Are you learning? Are you making friends? Right. You don't get that everywhere. No, isn't that? It, and so it's, it's this education of the whole person. And for me, I see a lot of him and we're very alike. Gotcha. And uh, to see like he's had moments where he's been shy and to see him kind of come out of his shell. Not so shy. He had a podcast where he interviewed the Archdiocese, the Archbishop. Right. Right. I'm like, well, that was your that? son. That was my son. Well, because wow. Archbishop right? had called me and said, <laughs> hey, him. he yeah. said, hey, I just did a podcast with a Trinity student. I was like, what? And yeah. so, yeah, that's he, he that's your it. son. That's my son. Well, that makes oh. sense, right, Rich? Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. So it's, it's building his confidence. And, you know, I think that um, our Catholic schools allow people to figure out we are not all AP students. We are not all stellar athletes. Right. We are not right. all, right. we're not one size fits all. And I think that it allows us to find out what is our best self and what, what gifts has God given us. Sure. So I think he's on that journey of what are my gifts? I think that's well said. I think we have such a variety of kids in our schools. Mm -hmm. People, people kind of have this notion that the Catholic schools, that's where all the wealthy kids go that are, you know, their parents are successful and they're really smart. Right. That, that's not in fact true at all. No. Okay. We have, this incredible variety of, of students, and they're all learning from each other. 
Okay. Yeah. They're all learning something from each other and they're all trying to find, to your point, their place. What's yeah. my place? Sure. What's, what's where do I kind of fit in in the game of life? And uh, I think they do a fantastic job of helping these kids do it. Well, so let's talk about that a little bit more here, Rich. So I, I know the foundation and Assumption High School are very proud to honor Claudia as a Catholic school yep. alumnae. Yep. Um, how important is this event, so the salute event, uh, for the future of Catholic education in our community? Oh, it's super. I think it's super important. I mean, there are other things important to it as well, but I think this is one of the more important things. Look, the event itself, if you kind of look at the event and say, wow, we netted $1.4 million. What does that mean? Right. And essentially, if you go through our tuition assistance award process, that supports 1,000 kids a year in Catholic elementary school. Mm -hmm. That night, 1,000 kids won mm -hmm. in this community. And we're up to um, 3,400 kids last fall, right. all-time high that we've um, we've tried to help. And our goal, and, and we're very open about this, in the next five years, we want to grow that by 50%. So we want to be at 5,000 kids. So, Rich, it's obvious why a kid would want the opportunity to have a Catholic education. Now, I had an interesting comment to me the night of the event, and I'd like you to speak a bit about this a little bit. Why would it make sense for ISCO to put a seventy-five thousand uh, dollar two-year commitment to to an event like that? What 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 makes sense for a company to support the foundation? Yeah, I thought it was really cool of Jimmy and Mark Kirchdorfer because they're not they they weren't going to sell any more pipe because they supported exactly. the event. Exactly, right? that wasn't what it, it was it, about. Right, and they again they came to us and and Jimmy's comment to me was you know look we got a growing company here we got a lot of employees. Um, many of whom are homegrown, some of mm -hmm. whom aren't. But as he looks across his workforce, what he sees, most of his employees are Catholic school graduates. Yep. And if he can build a company with that kind of education base, why shouldn't we produce more of them in this community? Right. So I think it's, I think he's spot on in terms of economic development and sure. And career advancement for young people. Well, it's and, not just uh, them. There's a there's a lot of organizations here in the city that, that feel the absolutely, same way. Absolutely, we're getting a growing number of what I'll call corporate advocates for us who who actually understand and see that you know that 12 year old in the sixth grade in mm -hmm. 10 years that's your new hire. It's not right. that far off, right? And to produce more of those kids in this community has everything to do with the quality of, of how we live here. Without a doubt. So, Claudia, I read an article uh, that said that you had volunteered somewhere up north of 60 hours per month to something in our community. So there's so many ways that you've given back to our community. Can you talk about some of them? Oh, you know, early on, I, I uh, given a great deal of support to American Heart Association. Mm -hmm. uh, my father died at the age of 54 of a heart attack and a stroke. And I think that was the first time I realized how um, heart issues affect such young people. Right, you don't right. realize, you know, what that you have that in your family. So long genetic history in my family of, of heart issues. So that was one that I just really jumped behind really early on and got involved in. I'm just really excited to see St. Vincent de Paul with... Yeah, Dave Kelsey, kind of the yep. head of that, and yep. I'm excited for One them. One of our favorites. You yeah, bet. I'm very excited fantastic. for them, and I'm excited about all the programs that, that they have, um, the amount of support that they're getting, and so I, I like to, to help them out as much as I possibly can, right? And so, I mean, just even, I mean, I think the great thing is, is that I'm kind of in a position where we can give voice to a lot sure. of, um, to give a platform to different community organizations that maybe otherwise wouldn't get it, and there's just so many of them. 
Well, and, and you're the perfect person to do that, right? So I, I, on the same article, uh, it lists out all of your degrees. Okay. So you have a bachelor's degree from Indiana University, correct, in journalism and political science. You have a master's uh, from Indiana, right, from liberal studies. Is that, is that correct? Georgetown. Yeah. Georgetown. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you give to young families who are considering a Catholic education, who are considering making education a priority? Oh, wow. Education is life-changing, you know, and, and my dad taught me that early on at a, at a young, young age. Right. My grandmother was a widow uh, of nine kids by the time she was 30. She put wow. herself through Lindsay Wilson College to become a teacher. So he witnessed firsthand a woman whose life shattered and how she picked it up, pulled it together, and got her master's, you know, in these tremendous circumstances. So he always advocated that to me is that we never know our potential. You can't stop learning. You have to keep mm-hmm. constantly being curious about things. We can't be just stagnant kind of in one space. And and I, I kind of separated the IU when I went to journalism school at IU and I thought, well, might as well get a double major while I'm here, mm-hmm. too, right? He's mm-hmm. like, just get your money's worth while you're there. He's a very practical guy. I like He's that. like, I'm spending a lot of money. Might as well get <laughs> right. your money's worth. Come just on. Smack on another degree. How much more time is that? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Go do it. You know, and he's like, at least you have some opportunities. So, you know, if you stick the, the political science mm-hmm. degree on there with it. And that was helpful when I worked in D.C. Uh, for TV stations there because I had that background. Sure. right? And, and then while I was in D.C., I thought, wow, you know, I have always like. Georgetown University was one of my first choices when I graduated from Assumption, and uh, I picked IU over that just because of proximity and the journalism school, and so they have an amazing master's program, and I thought, well, maybe in my spare time (laughs) while I'm doing news, Mm -hmm, (laughs) I'll mm -hmm. go ahead and get a master's, Mm -hmm. and so I just think it's it's just important to constantly be learning and be curious and and, uh, you know, I guess that seed started in Catholic schools, right? To never, to, to never just settle, just to keep, keep looking and exactly. keep, keep exactly. Uh, learning new things. Well, you've mentioned that your family obviously sacrificed to send you to guardian angels and then assumption. And then obviously you're doing the same for your son, Jack. Why is it important for people to sacrifice for that education piece? You know, you just never know what that education piece is going to kind of peak in that child's mind, yeah. right? We never know what we're going to tap into. We never know where one day that kid's gonna, eyes are going to open, and it's like, wow, I didn't know that I could do that. And I think it, the part of the sacrifice is saying, of course you can do it. If right. I can do it, if my grandmother can do it, of course I can do it. Sure. You know, if I can get through all those all that time sacrificing to get the advanced degrees, of course. And I think he sees he sees the sacrifice, and so he knows, well, wow, I can do this too. Or maybe later down the road, maybe I'll go to law school, or maybe I'll do. I just think that it is a gift that as we educate our children, we just never know. He could be standing up on that stage Absolutely. at Catholic Education Absolutely. Foundation years from now accepting that and then f- feeling his call to mm-hmm. give and to do more. Yeah, there's a, there's a sense of empowerment that goes with all of this, particularly with families that struggle more than others. Right. It creates these possibilities in, in, in young minds and hearts. And all of a sudden, and we've we got plenty of stories about that with our kids. We do. Um, about how they blossom, how they take off, and how they kind of surprise themselves to be something that they, they never thought they really that was could a good, be, right? They do surprise themselves. That's what I was yeah. looking for. That yeah, way. yeah. It, it's, it's, it's amazing. Well, and they become more motivated, too, because so Jonathan comes to mind of, of the family we just highlighted at the salute dinner. 
he was talking about, you know, he takes TARC to school, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously he goes to St. X and there's affluent people there. But I tell you, he, he goes and he knows he's working hard because of the sacrifice his parents are making. And it, it means more to him because he knows that he's got to make something of this and he wants to make something of it. It's just it's it, it makes you it makes you want to support the foundation because you see the good that it's doing for all these kids. It really is. Yeah, that particular family, uh, the Gordillo family, we met them seven years ago at St. Rita Church, and uh, the kids were in public school, and their dad particularly wanted the oldest one, Kayla, to switch over to St. Rita in her eighth grade year. It's like, yeah, we'll make that happen. Mm -hmm. We'll do that. Let's let's do Mm -hmm. that, right? And we did that, and long story short, Kayla is a, a proud uh, Mercy graduate, Mercy Academy grad, and now she's a freshman at Bellarmine University, wow. just knocking it out of the Doing park. Doing fantastic. Yeah, her brother Jonathan's a junior at St. X, wants yeah. to go to speed school. Right. And their youngest, Gracia, is a third grader, yeah. a blossoming third grader. Cute as a button. School. Oh, my gosh, the best, <laughs> the best. You know, and, and, and Kayla wants to do art therapy, which I just think is fascinating. So she's going through that process right. at Bellarmine. So it's pretty it's pretty, pretty fun. So, Claudia, I saw somewhere where you said your fantasy job was to be the anchor of Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live oh, yeah. Weekend Update. I would love that. I mean, that seems so awesome that. to me. Because, you know, when you're in, when you're, when your whole life is in news, okay, imagine right. this, right? Like sometimes you read stories, you may find this hard to believe, and that you say these things out loud and you're thinking, I cannot believe I'm saying this. I cannot <laughs> right. believe I'm reading this. Yeah. Right? And you want to give the quirky, sarcastic comments, what sure. you really think, sure. is, but you can't. <laughs> Which is what they're doing on yeah, the exactly. I, I thought that was hilarious, so that would be fantastic. So, Rich, you and your team work closely with the folks at Assumption High School. Can you tell us about some of the exciting things that are happening there? Oh, my gosh. I mean, everything. Right. Um, for those people that don't know it, Assumption's on a roll. They really are. Mary Lang, Martha Tedesco, everybody there is just killing it. They just completed this huge capital campaign. I think it was over eight million bucks. They expanded the school on Tyler Lane, which mm-hmm. looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. They built this beautiful new chapel there that's second to none. And the experience at Assumption is the best. And I give Mary a ton of credit. I think she's been here six years. I give her a ton of credit for really just raising up Assumption High School to a level that I don't think anybody's ever seen. And it's just going to keep going. And um, tremendous momentum there. And there's, you know, there's 850 girls in that school every day. Okay, it's a big, I think it's the largest girls Catholic high school in the state. Yeah. And the product that they're turning out is awesome. Well, it's it's pretty exciting to see what they're doing there because they're, they've turned it around in a lot of areas. Uh, their marketing's fantastic, and yep. it's, it, it really is exciting to see what they're doing in Assumption. And and obviously, they've got some uh, some pretty outstanding alumni out there as well, right, Claudia? Oh, I loved it. I, I, <laughs> yeah, we, we know one of them. Yeah, we know one. <laughs> and you know, to to for Mary Lang to complete a capital project of that size and magnitude wow. in the middle of a pandemic in the pandemic is what is for me just I'm in awe of how she was able to do that. Yeah, she's she's one of the best leadership. I've seen, and. Um, Again, the Assumption brand is going through the roof. It really is. I'm proud of them. Yeah, it's fantastic. Claudia, thank you for being here. This was so much fun. Um, Rich, take a quick moment. Let's thank everybody that was at the Salute Dinner. 
Yeah, look, and, and I particularly want to give a big shout out to all of our Catholic school teachers who we honored that night for their great work during the pandemic. They're they're the best, and, and to all our donors that, that made this thing happen. That's the reason we can say to our young families, the answer is yes. Thank you guys so much. Thank you.